Ah, uh, yes. Welcome to another great episode of the Sheesh and Friends podcast. Guess what? The next domino has fallen on the QB carousel. Carson Wentz gets traded to the Indianapolis Colts. Dev, give us the details about that trade and give us your thoughts on that too. Yeah, so the trade is a relatively simple one. There's not a lot to break down here. So the Eagles are going to get this year the Colts' third-round pick. Um, the Colts are drafting in the 21st slot, so they'll have the 21st pick in the third round. So, you know, a late third-round pick, essentially, or I guess a middle-of-the-road one. And then uh, they're also there's a conditional pick next year. Uh, and the condition is that if Wentz plays 75% of the snaps or 70% of the snaps and the Colts make the playoffs, they're going to end up giving up their first round pick. Um, and if not, they're going to end up giving up their second round pick next year. So with with that, again, the 70% thing, if they make the playoffs, Wentz is probably playing 70% of the snaps. I, I would imagine that like that's probably not going to happen. However, if Wentz is terrible and they miss the playoffs – it's nice that they're not getting they're lo- they're not losing that like first round pick uh, that would be potentially valuable. So it's kind of like a it, this is essentially a lottery protected first in in like an NBA terms, right? Where right. you protect you're basically lottery protecting the first round pick because if if they're bad, they're just gonna pull once to keep the pick, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. I was telling you that like. You know, if eight games, right? I think that should be enough time. You know, you knock some rust off, get his confidence back. Uh, like after eight games, if they suck, right? If they're four and four or whatever, you know, they might be like, you know, fuck it, let's just get a new QB in here. Uh, but like, like we were talking about, I think it's a pretty low risk move, right? You bring in someone that's shown an MVP season just a couple years ago, right? Uh, With your coach, right? With the coach, right? Yeah, yeah, he was the offensive coordinator with the Eagles that year. So, I mean, and when you think about it, like, we can break it down to winners and losers, but, like, I feel just very happy for Carson Wentz. Obviously, I'm a Cowboys yeah, fan. I think he's the biggest winner. Oh, in this. easily, easily. You know, I hate the Eagles. You know, I like to make fun of Wentz. Obviously, we still have that take from you, still fresh from last year in my mind. Number five is clearly Carson Wentz to me. Like, I think the fact that Carson Wentz is not one of these elite quarterbacks is beyond stupid. Like, beyond absurd. Carson Wentz is the fifth-best quarterback in the NFL, and it's not close. That's where I would cut off the, like, tier one quarterbacks. So if I would say there's five elite quarterbacks right now in the NFL, Mahomes, Wilson, Lamar Jackson, Deshaun Watson, and Carson Wentz. Because I think that comment of Wentz in the top five was the beyond stupid thing. But, yeah, I mean, I'm just happy for Carson Wentz because – Ah, man, that was just so sad to see what happened with him in in the Eagles organization. But going to the Colts, like, holy shit, we talked about this quite a few times. I was just like, whoever gets that job for the quarterback of the Colts is so happy and so satisfied. Right. You know, one of the best offensive lines, like, ever in the league right now, right? Great weapons. Michael Pittman Jr. and high pick last year. You got a couple other weapons, Mo Alley Cox, tight ends. Um, And you got studded running backs on the team. Like, what else could you want as a quarterback? Yeah, I mean, I will say they probably do need to shore up their tackles on that offensive line. But they do, again, they still have their 21st pick. They kept their first-round pick this year. That might be somewhere where they can go get a lineman, or maybe they can trade up and get a lineman. Or they can. They still have maneuverability options, right? Um, right, yeah. Who, who knows? There's still, like, we have the draft. We have free agency. There's a lot more uh, to the roster building. But really big point is that they didn't end up spending that much on him in terms of the cap because we talked. they talked a lot about this Wentz contract, how bad it is. So 
here here's the thing. The contract is really bad if once is bad. Right. If once if yeah. once is an average quarterback, this is a good contract. Because yeah. 24 million is really, really cheap for a quarterback nowadays. If Carson Wentz is simply in that 10 to 20 range in terms of quarterbacks in the league, that's great value at 24 million cap hit. That's great value. Um, but yeah. the problem is the four years. So if he's right. bad, you're strapped with the 24 million for three more years. Right, right. I, I think when you're the Colts, you kind of look at what the Rams do, right? Like you're trying to get this proven asset who's who's proven in the league before he, he does belong. He's been in the top 10 quarterback, you know, when he's good. So, like, you might as well risk it. You know, if it doesn't work out, it doesn't work out. But, like, I think what they paid was quite reasonable. Uh, and I'm happy for the Colts. Like we talked about, like, Philip Rivers was not looking too great. Uh, I think you can bring in a new weapon. I think T.Y. Hilton's a free agent. I mean, I don't know if you want to bring him back or not, but, like, bring another, like, wide receiver for him and, and let's get cooking, right? Like, that team's built to win now. The defense is fantastic. We already talked about the offense. So I, I think it's a great move by the Colts. I, I agree. And I think I think when with the winners and losers, this is this has all the potential to be a win-win trade. Right, the Eagles really have the potential, you know, be it with Hurts or maybe they go draft, uh, you know, because they're they're drafting pretty high. I think they're the sixth pick, right, in this year's draft. So they can go get a quarterback with the sixth pick. You know, Trey Lance might be available, or, um, you know, they Mac Jones will definitely be available with the sixth pick. Right, you can go get you can go get a quarterback here if you want. Yeah, and they have Jalen Hurts if they don't. Right, so right. so they they're probably fine. Either way, they can. It depends. Like uh, to them, to me, if I'm the Eagles, just get the best available player. Just give me who who's the best player on my board, right? That's yep. probably what I want. But I will say, this move does not serve well in terms of the fact that look, the Eagles are dysfunctional, and I know that they just are coming off a Super Bowl win, so <laughs> we don't really think about them like this. But they've been dysfunctional for years. And they're still kind of dysfunctional because, like, they got rid of Doug Peterson because Wentz didn't want to work with Peterson, and now they don't have Wentz. It does not make sense. That's exactly it. You know, for my losers, you know, obviously the Eagles front office, right? Obviously they got rid of, you know, this bad relationship they were getting with Wentz. You know, but I just think it's crazy. You know, obviously you had this MVP caliber quarterback. You couldn't make it work. I mean, you're you still, ran the relationship I mean, think, into the ground. They think the Eagles about, yeah, front yeah. office ran the relationship into the ground. It's exactly. their fault. Yeah, oh, oh, for sure. This is all in the front office of the Eagles. I think they just did a shitty job. I mean, obviously you're resigning all these old ass people for his offensive linemen. You're signing Deshaun Watson or Deshaun uh, Jackson, and, Jackson. And yeah, I mean, come on, Alshon Jeffrey, come on, get your guys some young studs. Give them some protection. I mean, come on, is 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 bad from the start, and it's just bad, right? Like you had all the fans. Let's let's be real. Philly fans are just really suck ass too, right? They're just like, oh, <laughs> forget Wentz. Like this is a dead ass thing. I, I hate Philly fans. But yeah. yeah, I mean, it's just a bad negative energy going there. And that's what I was thinking about. I was like, I feel bad for Doug Peterson, right? Like, I don't know. I feel like you kept Wentz because you're like, okay, we're gonna keep him. Forget the coach. Let's rebuild with our quarterback. You didn't keep either, right? Like, what are you yeah. doing? We all saw the press conference of the new coach. I don't know what you're doing out here, Eagles. Yeah, and and I don't know. So so don't get me wrong. I'm all for celebrating your Super Bowl victory. Yeah. But whose idea was it to put a statue of the backup quarterback at your stadium 
after you decided to keep Carson Wentz. Like, what did you think that was going to do to his confidence? You know what? Like, you could have waited four years to put up the statue, right? Like, the statue didn't have to go up now. You know? Yeah, yeah, no, I, I definitely think that played a huge role. You know, obviously being injured, you know, letting your team win the Super Bowl and you're not even quarterbacking. Then the following season, keeping Foles on the team and like having the crowd or fans be like, yo, we want Foles. We want Foles. Like every single game, like that, right. that will bother you. They could have, like, there were so many ways to to get around this. Obviously, look, part of it is being in Philadelphia. Like, you mentioned the fans. Philly fans are demanding and entitled, right? Like, that is that is their, their reputation around the league, around all of the leagues, right? Yeah. 76ers, um, even the the Phillies, right? right. Like, that's their reputation. That's, that is what, yeah, they boot Santa Claus, right? You know, <laughs> they... <laughs> this is all you need to know. Right. No, no, that's exactly it. Like a lot of, you know, obviously a lot of fans, you love it. They, they're cheering against the other team. They're booing their own team, right? Like they, they're called the boo birds for a reason, right? Like their own fans are, are, you know, so negative about their own team cheering for injuries. I mean, I don't know what's up with the Philly, but th- there's something, there's something kind of like poetic about it though. I'm not going to lie. I kind of love that they won't hold back against anyone like including their own, including their own team members, like they're gonna eviscerate you no matter what. And yeah. and I kind of like that. There's so, there's something kind of beautiful about that, right? I mean, so they're being authentic, right? Like what more? Can yeah. you I mean, they are so diehard. They're like, yo, f you, you suck. Get off the field, right? I mean, what else? What else could you ask for here? But obviously, all right. Let's go back to the trade real quick here. Carson Wentz, I think, great winner. I hope it works out for the Colts. Like I said, I think that team's just, you know, built for right now, and and hopefully he can do great things. I think also working in an indoor stadium might be really, really good for him, right? He doesn't have to deal with the outdoor weather conditions. Uh, you know, maybe that saves him from a couple injuries from slipping or whatnot. But like, I, I love it for Carson. I'm happy for him. Another winner, obviously the Colts, right? Ideally, this works out for them. Like you mentioned, if it doesn't, if he is like one of the shittiest quarterbacks and that's just his thing now, it will bite them, you know, for a couple of years eating that cap space. But I think overall, the the receiver core and, and for the franchise, this is a great move. So I will say that I think the the only the only criticism I'd have of the Colts is that there probably were other options you could have gone with. And I feel like, you know, Deshaun, obviously, I don't know if there there's any chance of them getting Deshaun Watson, right? But, like, really, if you're the Colts, like, you don't need any of – like, trade five first-rounders. Like, you don't need them. You already have a, t- you already have a roster. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. uh, obviously, I think probably the Texans just weren't going to trade him in division. So that might not have been an option. But maybe, you know, considering with Detroit, it was just one first rounder, I think, for Stafford and then the second one to get rid of Goff, right? You know, maybe that's a that might have been a better option, right? For for considering you might have end up having to give up a first rounder for once anyway, right? Right. Yeah. There's another option. So I will say I am a little critical that I think the Colts had other options. You know, you may have been able to get Darnold for a third. A, a fourth, maybe, you know, and he's on a rookie contract still. Right, right. So, yeah. so like there are there are other options to get even cheaper, uh, or you know, because you're already taking a risk with Wentz. It's not like a guaranteed asset. Stafford's a guaranteed asset. Deshaun yeah. Watson's a guaranteed asset. You're right. going to take the risk. There were smaller risks to take. You could have you could have gambled on some other quarterbacks. Um, you know, maybe you could even gambled on Jared Goff. Right, that was a quarterback you may you may or. Jimmy Jimmy G, right? There's some other quarterbacks you could gamble on. Right. Um, 
But I think that just with the like, chances are Frank Reich said I can fix him. And if if you're if you're gonna trust your coach, like I think you should just trust your coach sometimes. And if if that's the decision, you think you can fix him. His footwork needs a lot of work. He needs to stop seeing ghosts. He needs yeah. to, um, you know, he he just needs to calm down. He needs to be less jittery. He needs to stop playing hero ball. There's a lot of work that needs to go into Carson Wentz. But obviously, I mean, he's a top five quarterback talent, right? Yeah. He's not a top five quarterback, obviously. That take is uh, <laughs> completely gone at this point. But, yeah. He, I mean, he has all of the talent and the skills in the world. So I I really – I love Carson Wentz. I, I hope he succeeds. I really hope he does. And this is the best situation for him. Uh, no, I'm no. I, I totally agree. I think, you know, obviously having a better offensive line, you know, having healthy pieces, right? Even last year, you, you think about the offensive line, like half of the players were injured, right? Uh, even Miles Sanders was for half the season, right? So I think that all takes an effect and and kind of like accumulated and, and kind of hurts Carson Wentz. So I think having this, you know, solidified team right here is, is really going to benefit him. And I think I, I agree, right? We talked about this. I think Matt Stafford was like the perfect fit for the Colts. Like that is like the perfect win nine win now move and probably mm-hmm. the one they should have taken. Jimmy G, you know, questionable. Like you mentioned, yeah. Watson probably not going to be trading the same division. But like a Darnold, right? You, you at least got a call and, and see what's, what's there. But like, yeah, I, I don't mind Wentz. You've seen the talent, you know. And obviously, like you mentioned, the coach and the quarterback they've worked together before, um, and and they, they had that chemistry together. So I think as long I, I think you feel that too, right? Like the coach believes in him. The quarterback probably believes a lot in him, uh, Frank Wright as well. So not too bad. Let's get on and talk about the losers here, potentially, right? I think like we mentioned, Eagles front office just a mess very disorganized mm-hmm. you know you, you spend all this money you're like believing in this qu- quarterback uh then you end up trading him and and firing your coach so i, I don't know what's what's going over yeah. there um obviously i mentioned doug peterson i think he lost out of this just in general <laughs> yeah he's the biggest loser honestly from this from this move <laughs> lost his job because they wanted to keep the quarterback they didn't keep the same quarterback uh that just sucks <laughs> yeah also also we'll, we'll be honest we, we can talk a little bit about doug peterson but I'm pretty sure Doug Peterson got fired for doing something the front office told him to do, which was to bench Hurts in in the last uh, quarter of that game, right? Right. They benched, they benched Hurts and they they brought out I don't even know his name, but yeah, they uh, they threw the game basically, right? Yeah. Uh, and I'm I'm pretty sure that wasn't Doug Peterson's call. Right, right. And I feel like what would they they won the Super Bowl what three years ago? I mean, I don't know. I would have given him one more year, you know. He he proved something, right? And and we all believed in him. After he won the Super Bowl, we were watching the Eagles just run through. We're like, damn, Doug Peterson's a good coach and maybe he's the real deal. And then it's just like, oh no, you got, you know, injured quarterbacks, all this stuff. Yeah. Oh, he he just sucks. So uh, Yeah, with with you know. with the Super Bowl, it was I, I feel like the Eagles the Eagles uh collapsing the year after the Super Bowl was a uh, was pretty the the writing was on the wall look I mean like Doug Peterson's doing a book tour like they they're, they're like all cocky about everything they got their coaching staff torn to shreds right right like it was like it was not surprising that they that they had Super Bowl hangover right and I think they made the playoffs and they uh they won the game right didn't they win the double joint what, game or what was, was that it? wasn't that not the one with Josh McCown Oh, maybe I could be wrong. I might be mixing the years up a little bit because yeah. I know that one they did end up winning another playoff game after the Super Bowl, 
Um, and then they lost to the Saints, if I remember correctly. Mm. Um, yeah, it could be. Because I just remember yeah. that the Eagles were on the Amazon All or Nothing or whatever it's called. Uh, they have their own little like film crew in there. I just remember, yeah. I, I think it was the year after the Super Bowl. It could have been too. I don't know. Time's just weird now. But uh, I just remember that and Josh McCown was there or whatever. But yeah, it's just... It's just weird. Um, you know, obviously another winner we forgot to mention, Jalen Hurts, right? If he gets the starting role here and they don't draft another quarterback, I mean, that's great. And if they keep the number six pick, you can, you know, get like a Jalen Waddle or, or whatever these wide receivers are, right? There's yeah. there's a lot of weapons there that could help out Hurts. Or they could really package up their, their picks and, and kind of move up to like the second pick, right? Getting a, a Justin Fields, if that's the route they want to go. Yeah, or or uh, you know you could maybe move up to the third pick and get um, that lineman, right? Oh yeah, Penny Sewell. Yeah. Yeah. So so like you have some options, right? They they've got some maneuverability. Having that extra third round pick just is more draft capital for them to move up. So you know, I just thought about this: the perfect draft pick if they're picking quarterback, Trey Lance. Let's bring in another North Dakota quarterback <laughs> up in this. Oh, Philly fan would really hate that. <laughs> yeah. It, uh, I mean, Philadelphia is such a weird city because, like, I, I think it was just so crazy the way everything went down that, yeah. like, the city showed him, showed Carson no love despite the fact that, you know, they were, what, 12 and one with him or whatever like they were they were on fire (laughs) and tearing up the league and and this man's gonna win an mvp right and yeah like uh, i think i think part of there's there's two ways to look at it too right like one you we could look at and say like yeah carson wentz has all this potential you saw what he did in 2017 another way you could look at it is that the team was so good that a backup quarterback could win a super bowl with it right there's there's two different ways to look at that and i think they're probably both true right they're both true carson once was tearing up the league and the team was so stacked that a backup quarterback could could win with it but let's not that also i think does kind of undervalue nick false played really well it wasn't just yeah it wasn't just that Okay, that brings me to my last loser here, and that is the Chicago Bears. Okay, yeah. first of all, you could have brought in Wentz, give him back Foles, right? Give give the give him back Foles. <laughs> both both trips so far, right? He had that amazing season with the Eagles the first time around. Second time, won a Super Bowl. Who knows? Maybe one MVP in this next turn, but you you missed that opportunity, right? The Bears missed out on Wentz of potentially, like we mentioned, like a top five, top ten talent. Uh, you know, might as well take the risk, right? Like Trubisky's not getting you shit. Uh, and yeah, the reunion with Foles with Philly, I feel like that would have been so perfect. Like that's what the Philly fans want. They should have given it to them. Yeah, it would have it would have been certainly really interesting. I don't know if the Bears are a winner or a loser here because they're going to move on from Trubisky. I just don't know who or what. And, and you know, uh, the, the QB carousel is not done. Right. That's true. There's there's still more dominoes to fall. Maybe we'll be talking about Deshaun Watson, the best Chicago Bears quarterback of all time. You know, who knows who knows where we, where we might end up here in a little bit. That's true. And I think, you know, talking about the Bears – I feel like they need to make moves soon, right? I don't know if they're going to draft someone or or just trade for someone, but I think Allen Robinson's a free agent too, if I'm not mistaken. So let's see if they can, you know, sign him again. Cause I know Allen Robinson saw the Super Bowl and was like, yo, I want to go play for a contender like right now. Uh, So let's see what they can do there. Um, Real quickly. We talked about, 
quarterbacks in the first round, right? And ever since these like past 20 days where Stafford, Goff, and Wentz have been traded, um, from 2009 to 2016, 22 quarterbacks were taken in the first round. None of them are on their original team, and I think that's just wild. Wow, that's crazy. From what was it? From, from two, 2009 to 2016. 2009 to 2016, not a single first-round quarterback is on their, yeah, is on their and, original team. And, that's, and that's that is 20, a crazy stat. That is 22 quarterbacks, right? And I think we talked about like this the last few years. I assume a lot of them were busts in there, but yeah, there's quite a few busts, right? Like, uh, but it's just also just just crazy to think about, right? Like when we talk about, oh, you know, your first round is your best shot to get that quarterback for your franchise. I mean, you know, it's it's still risky. Yeah, well, we're starting to. I think we mentioned it in the in the Matthew Stafford episode when we were talking about Deshaun Watson that these players are getting NBA levels of mobility quarterbacks. Right. And I guess that stat goes to show you because there is one player in the NBA that is ten plus tenured with their, the team that drafted them, and that's Steph Curry. That's yeah. it. That's right. the only player in the NBA that's tenured that's tenured ten plus years with the team that drafted them. Like this is the kind of mobility that we're, we're talking about. Right. Yeah. And traditionally almost all quarterbacks are one team quarterbacks until the end of their career. Right. Tom Brady, obviously he's got a Super Bowl with the second team. He's not a one team quarterback, but <laughs> essentially for 20 years, he played for one franchise. Aaron yeah. Rodgers for his entire career has been with one franchise so right? far. So far. And and I expect him to go. Brett Favre, I you know, at the end of their careers, we see them move, but yeah. like the majority bulk of their prime one franchise. And yeah. we're we're I guess we're starting to see it, like you mentioned. We're gonna see some of these quarterbacks the the carousel. Yeah, yeah. And it's just fun. It's fun to talk about, fun to think about all the possibilities, right? And like we talked about like free agency, the trade, you know, drafts coming up. It's gonna be a great time. And I feel like we're definitely gonna have a couple more of these episodes here. Um, and um I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, me and too. I, me too. I, I would like to say, you know, I think you're the only one I was talking to you is either a month or two ago. I told you that I heard rumblings of Colts being interested in Wentz. So I just want to be on the record here that I was calling this shit from the beginning. Yeah. And, uh, you know, just, just give me my due. Thank you. Thank you so much. <laughs> yeah. You, you did talk to me about Carson Wentz to the Colts and we talked about it. And I talked about how I think that's the best landing spot for Carson Wentz. Yeah, I don't know yeah. if it's the best landings. It's like the Colts. I don't know if I consider definitive winners, right? Right. But I can say for a fact, Carson Wentz is a definitive winner. Yeah, for sure. Like I said, way better team, getting rid of that bad relationship. You know, you got to do what you got to do. But hey, this has been a great episode. It's been a great trade. Let's see what happens with both of these teams going forward. But until next time, we are out. See ya.